Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Sexual Healing. <laughs> come on, come on, let's make love tonight. Classical song. Yes. Classical. In my era. Yeah. Anyway, welcome to Affection Connection. I am Ron Kolick, your host, the life god of love. <laughs> Whatever. With me, the charming... Uh, yeah, St. Jan. <laughs> I didn't know which way he was going. Me, yeah. you. Either did I. I was like, really <laughs> yeah, I wasn't getting, quite sure myself. I was getting worried myself on that. I didn't know. I got to watch because sometimes they have diarrhea in the mouth here. And I end up with uh, problem. And of course, the man who puts R in the relationship and keeps this all this program going, Mr. Lou Blasi. Someday we're going to have to figure out what that means. Yeah. One of What's the R in relationships? Yeah. Well, you know what? Well, R, if R is, you know, it's like one step below X-rated. That's true. Right. Okay. So you, Fair enough. you put the spice in relationships. There you go. There you go. My job is done. I can go home now. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome. Can you believe we're on our 10th show, right? No. I When I got the, the question list, Affection Connection 10, unbelievable. Yeah. it's It is amazing, isn't it? Time flies. Mm -hmm. Especially when you're having fun. I think. How's your coffee today? Uh, they forgot to put sugar in it. Yeah. Or, or it's all on the bottom. <laughs> more likely it's all on the bottom. More yeah. likely it's all on the bottom. But anyway. So, as usual, we got a ton of questions to get to. And our expert team here is ready to answer your questions. Of course, this program is for entertainment purposes. The opinions expressed by those on this show are merely their own opinions. And they all have no whatsoever professional training at oh no nope just experience exactly life experience yep we have yeah. no we're not professionals by any you know especially if you're in a situation where it is abuse or something like that obviously seek the help of a professional i uh, amen to that amen yeah. to it <clears throat> very good all right so let's let's delve right in okay who goes first you do dear okay. women before gentlemen this is old school we or should we say they before them <laughs> okay i don't moving know there's new pronouns <clears throat> i have no yeah. clue who does moving what moving on <laughs> hi i'm married and earlier this year our house was broken into during the night they stole some things but no one was hurt my husband freaked out and purchased a gun now he sleeps with it under his pillow quote with the safety on although i feel secure with it in the house i really am uncomfortable when i go to bed not from intruders but from the gun under his pillow did you and say uncomfortable Uncomfortable, yeah. yeah. Oh, uncomfortable. When she goes to bed. Okay. okay, yeah. Okay. I'm afraid that it'll accidentally go off and hurt one of us. My husband says I'm just being silly. Maybe I am, but I still can't get a good night's sleep. What should I do? Can I have my cake and eat it too? Well, I, I, I can certainly understand why she would feel frightened on two sides. One, because the house was broken into, and two, having a gun, loaded gun, even if it's on safety, under the pillow is a frightening thought um maybe they could invest in um the um a watchdog uh, no 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 you know those um programs that you you can um yeah but connect your, your yeah, but that's not windows and the doors to mom's oh, security yeah, program that's not Thank instantaneous you. though i mean so i think a lot of good that'll do you you Don't, know what you, you may be surprised the husband needs to get his act together because 
part of being a gun owner is being a responsible gun owner and being a responsible gun owner is not having a loaded weapon under your pillow in the bed at night. That's just ridiculous. Thank you. Okay. I totally disagree with both of you. Really? <laughs> of course you do. Yeah. I actually went and, and did some research on this. I consulted a, uh, a gun owner and also a, a mm -hmm. one who's been dealing with guns all their lives. And when you put that safety on, it is not easy to take it off. It's not a simple job. So if he's secure that way, then okay, I can see it. And and even she says she's she's pleased with the the gun. Uh, she feels safer in the house. Um, so I would suggest, and this is my suggestion, is that okay, maybe it's the fact that it's under the pillow that yeah. irritates it. I know that a lot of beds have those. Uh, you know, you have the headboard and then the footboard, and there's this rail that goes between them. Maybe we can he can stick it in there and still be able to access it. Uh, when he wants to. So there maybe are, a pocket on the side where he's sleeping. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. There are exactly. plenty of well, responsible. She could make it. There are plenty of responsible gun storage techniques. You know, drawers, even a side drawer, things like that. There are biometric release uh, gun safes and things like that. Yeah. Under the pillow, it's <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's you know, and again, I'm pro gun. I have no problem with guns whatsoever, but you need to be responsible with them. And I, I see no problem with it. I really yeah, don't. Yeah, uh, Other than that, she's uncomfortable with them. Then you should address the problem and definitely uh, find an, a, an alternative solution, which I, I agree with Jan, either a, a, a pocket or perhaps you can put it into the rail of the, the bed and then you can know what they're uh, She has no problem with the gun. She's just the fact that it's under. Yeah, no, I, I don't. Yeah. I have a problem with it because as well, you don't live with her, so no, I don't care. <laughs> I understand as a pro gun person, yeah, people who act irresponsibly with guns make Why are you our lives that's irresponsible. That's your it's own irresponsible. Opinion. Why is it that's your I own agree. opinion? It's it is my opinion. It is your opinion. I mean, would we, we should we consult a, I mean, a uh, well, let me put it this way, yeah, would you put a uh, well, you're gonna find this a ridiculous example, but would you put a glass of water onto your bed while you're sleeping on it? I mean, you're moving around, you're doing things, anything could happen. Glass of water had a cover on it, really? Would it matter? <laughs> well, it's just stupid. That's the thing. You overlook it. It does have a safety. The safety is a, is a good, what it is, it's safety for the gun. Yeah. You know, it. you have to remove it. It's not like it just slides or anything. It clicks. It really has to be moved. I'm willing to bet there are gun safe side tables, bedside tables. That, you know, again, I, I can see, yeah, in the middle of the night, you hear things, someone's downstairs, you got to go freaking through the safe when you're half asleep. No, I, I, I'm with him. Well, first of all, it doesn't have to be a safe. Secondly, there are biometric safes, very easy to do. And if you can't operate the safe in that situation, you shouldn't be operating a gun. Oh, come on. <laughs> that's, that's ridiculous. I'm sure he has a training for the gun. Yeah, I, even just a in side table. A permit in the United States. I mean, in Massachusetts. You're you putting a loaded gun on a bed with two people rolling around in the bed. I, it I, I don't go I can't, off. Okay, yeah. It defies common sense. It, it does. It defies your common sense. I find no problem with it. By the way. Yes. Why? What way? You're, you're talking about a quick response to an in intruder. Yeah. Who the hell? You get, what if you knock the gun off the bed? What if? What if it's still you can't fire. find it? No, but you're talking about quick being able to quick response. Yes. You, you ever try to find something in the bed? And uh, if he knocks it over, the the intruder will know he has a good, gun. Maybe he'll run away, which will escalate. solve the problem again. Yeah. And it might escalate his response. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, I heard that thud. That sounds like a forty-five sliding <laughs> off a bed. Yeah, that's it. I'm, I'm going to run, or yeah. maybe I'll get my nuts. No. 
I don't know. Whatever. Okay, I think we've killed this. Good, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. All right, right Lou. Uh, I was married last year, and my husband and I have a wonderful life together for the most part. <laughs> I love that. For Me the too. most part. My biggest pet peeve so far is the way he treats his dog, Chewbacca. Chewbacca has been part of his life for 15 years. What irritates me is that he treats Chewie better than me. He shows him much more affection than he does me. Am I jealous of Chewie or is there something else going on? <laughs> you're, a you're a dog owner, right? I'm a dog owner. Yeah, so how do you answer? Let's hear from you first. That's a good one. Relationships, you can't compare a relationship with a partner with a relationship with the dog. First of all, the dog is relatively helpless. I mean, dog needs more attention they're safe it's just the way you express it it's just a different way of expressing affection you can't compare the two relationships well i jen i agree maybe she should start being more affectionate towards the dog yeah too i mean bring him had, a toy yeah see if he'll play with her <laughs> <laughs> he he had the dog before they met He's closed his eyes <laughs> <laughs> nice husband nice husband um yeah i think she's making a mountain out of a molehill on that one yeah I, that's my opinion i would try to tamp that down you know pets can be very demanding pets and, can be very demanding and they are irritating at times and, and when one shows more affection than to one partner than another so i i understand that aspect but it, it seems to me that there is an underlying problem here perhaps her husband isn't getting enough giving her enough attention. So she becomes a little bit jealous of the, the dog. So she's actually uh, taking that out on, on the dog as far as instead of addressing the real problem, yeah. she's addressing the, the affection for her potential husband's dog. Yep. Oh, that's my guess. I'm, yep. you know, this is, we don't know all these circumstances. We only have what we work with, but I, I believe that's, I mean, I would, uh, you know, sit down and, and talk with your husband. If you will need more affection to find out what, you know, what's the deal. You know, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. yeah just go up, wag your tail at him. I was just going to say on his that. Lap. Though. <laughs> Get a little tail from a car, I mean, too. There are a lot. Yeah. What are we, Furbies now? Huh? Is, is that Furry. going? Furries. Furries, yeah. yeah. She's going to put on a dog outfit. And, uh, yeah. But listen, when, we the, should get more attention. when the children come, oh, she's so going to be wrong. more affectionate <laughs> towards the child than she is towards her partner. They're not equal. They're not relationships that you. Um, we don't know if they have children. Or not, by the way. No, I said when, yeah. they, when they have children. Yeah. Or if they have children. Or if they have, have children. Yeah. She'll have a different relationship with the child than she does with him. That might seem more affectionate to him. It, they're different levels of relationship. Right. And, and in all fairness, we, we have that same problem with children, now that you brought it up, is that, you know, there there's a favorite sometimes. You know, even in, uh, you know, the, it might be daddy's girl. You know, it might, you know, so the, the son might relate better to the, yep. uh, the wife uh, or whatever. Even in children so there's there's even that could be that even jealousy between children but i i've seen animals animals can be very demanding they're they actually they don't you you, you think like oh they're just an animal they know what the hell they're doing you oh, know they've seen they uh, do, yeah. i've seen like you know a woman and and husband be sitting together and the dog will come up right between them to yep. make sure uh hey this is my territory screw you move over <laughs> yeah well as i like to say dogs are a part of your life Whereas the cat thinks that they let you live with them. Oh, that made a big impact. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just reading John Adamson's comment here, which mm -hmm. is kind of off topic, but uh, I just what? wanted to know what, uh, uh, did you use a pickup 
line on St. Jan when you first met? What's his favorite pickup line? My favorite? Is did that, wait, wait, did wait, you have a pickup line? A pickup line? Yeah. What's, what's this a pickup line? You think like, hey, what you say? You know? No, you don't use pickup lines. That's the most ridiculous thing in the world. Pickup lines suck. Don't use them. Jan, you be you. Be you. You be you. <laughs> Jan, what happened? Describe when you two first met. Because <laughs> he won't do it. Okay. We met. And I first noticed him when we were attending Northern Essex together. We were in a sociology class. Actually, I noticed you first. Okay, well, that's fine. Um, he was way in the back. And one day I went into class, put my books down on a, on a desk and went out to the ladies' room. When I came back, somebody had moved my books. Now, I guess the person moved the books because he wanted to sit close to a friend. Whatever it was, I took offense to it. And I took the guy by his tie and yanked him out of the chair. <laughs> Really? Yeah. So that's when Ronnie says, that's the woman for me. Then she started, what's that word? Where they go everywhere you go. Stalking, Stalking no. I joined the chess club because I heard club. he was yeah, the yeah. president of the yeah, chess club. See, what was the first thing, Ron? Do you remember the first exchange or the first time you guys spoke? Hell no. Yes. He, it you was, do? yes. We were getting ready for Christmas vacation. And he said, um, give me your number. I'll give you a call. I said, okay. And then he said, oh, um, oh what's that? What? Uh, oh, uh, happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. Happy. And I thought, stopped for a moment. Well, hmm, maybe he's Jewish. Or, yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> That's not a pickup line. That's, no. just, that's just being natural with somebody. Oh, and yeah. That's the way to go. Yeah. 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 Of course, I didn't call it till the last day of Christmas vacation. <laughs> Yeah. She thought it was all done. And I was like, see, that's what you do. You keep them in the hook and then really okay. reel them in. Oh, God. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Who asked that a question? A legend in his own mind. All right. So let's go on. I got one. We, we got to, didn't get to a lot of them. This is one uh, that we had lots of affection connection. That I, I work on a medium-sized company in customer service. My desk is in a large room with several other women. Our boss's office is across the hall with his desk facing the door, looking into our office. He leaves the office door open. We often see him peering into our office, especially if we get up and walk around from one desk to another. Mm -hmm. We all dress for the job, so we wear short skirts. This is making us uncomfortable, like he's leering at us. Should we confront them? Hmm. What do you think, Chen? You're a woman. Well, I look. maybe they shouldn't be wearing such short skirts. Dump it back on the woman. Wow. Um, Did not see that. Well, they're coming. the ones that brought it up. Um, maybe he is creepy, but. He's creepy. <laughs> I don't know. It's Where's slacks? Kind of a gray area between a yeah. boss's job and, and being creepy, isn't there? Yeah. I mean, I. I'd have to t I'd have to see or take right. their word for it on whether he's leering or something like that because a boss sitting in an office facing an office like that that doesn't seem unusual. Mm -hmm. I mean, he wants to keep an eye on the workers, right? Exactly. And that's the thing too. It, it, when they're getting up, they said, you know, they said when they're getting up because I know myself if there's movement, I'll pick up on it very quickly and I'll, I'll look sure. to see what's mm -hmm. going on. Uh, and if he's responsible, if he's a woman, then he's probably just checking to see if they give the gabbin or whatever, right. you know. Um, that could be just that, or it could be leering. Yeah. The, uh, I mean, it could be creepy, but I, I, that behavior you need, alone. You need, you need more than that. Yeah. Right, you need exactly. more than that. Yeah. 
So, uh, but I, you know, you're working. He's your boss. He supervises you. That's kind of his job. Yeah, it's kind of job to look at you <laughs> and keep track of you and make sure you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. I used to work in customer service in one position. The um, supervisors would monitor your phone calls, and you wouldn't even be aware of it. They do that in a lot of places. Yeah, they do. And they can just pop in. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And then afterwards, they give you a critique. You, saying, you know that because you get it for all your your phone calls. This call may be monitored for oh, training, yeah, yeah. Uh, training purposes or customer service. So that's mm -hmm. why they're doing that. We just comes there, but too like yeah. they're doing it for the thing. Carry on, Jeff. Okay. No, that, I'm just saying that. Um, I don't know they could be right. This guy could be creepy, but so that's you, also behavior that that's pretty standard for a boss in that situation. I would think. So here's what you do: you come in and. Uh, jeans and, and sloppy clothes and you you put on your slippers and you 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 see if he still looks at you no 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 <laughs> no 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 i'm guessing that's a no i would you wear a furby outfit <laughs> no i would say dress professionally Furry. and i'm having a hard time understanding how the desks are placed but if there's a modesty panel on the desk there shouldn't be anything well it no because no, I can I can honestly tell you this from my own experience because uh, when I worked for McAllister Scientific in the bidding department, I my desk sat right next to the door, and uh, across from it was customer service where all the women were, and they were all women, and uh, yeah, they used to be there, and in, in my eyes would catch up if somebody was moving. I mean, sure. a lot, of, you know, in all frankness, you know, a lot of times they would sit in their chairs and roll roll across the floor in their oh, chairs yeah. and stuff okay. like that, you know. So they did things. Well, like they were that. part of the problem then. I don't, think I don't know if there's a problem. That's <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I well, really you went their boss, though, right? Yeah, but I don't know. No, it wasn't their boss. But yeah. you still, you cannot help. I mean, unless you're a, a deadhead. Right. And, and then, you know, it's like these people who get, get beat up or fall in water because their head's in the foams. Is If you're not aware of your environment, and I'm, I'm just one of those persons that's very aware of my environment. Yep. So, uh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Bottom line, you know, I, I'm willing to be shown that I'm wrong and he's being a jerk, but. That's boss behavior. He's there to watch you. That's his job. I don't know if he's a jerk. It's not like he's touching them or trying to, you know, maneuver them into corners or something right. like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. All right, kid. Give us another one. Me? Yeah. Okay. There's tons of many. Okay. Yeah. Number five. My husband is in the military and stationed overseas. Quite frankly, I am lonely. I am becoming attracted to my neighbor's husband. When he's out in his yard, I often put on a thong and pretend to sunbathe to get his attention. When I visit his house, his wife is my friend. I wear skimpy or revealing clothing. His wife has never said anything about it. Would it do any harm if I had sex with him? I still <laughs> love my husband. Do not go there. Do not do that. Um, it's wrong. You're lonely. Get a hobby. Man, man in the box. Get a man in a box. Man in the box. You know, you <laughs> know what that is. Right? I'm afraid to ask. No, what is a man in the box? Oh, okay. I I guess I can piece that together. Piece that together. <laughs> I can come to that. Piece from that inference. together. Now I worked with a woman what that used to make that comment all the time about her man in the box, which uh, oh, I see. made me shudder. <laughs> what do you? So, no, there's nothing wrong with that. That's fine. No, whatever floats your boat. But yeah, if you go that route, yeah, I, who knows? Yeah. 
will it do any harm? I yes, mean, what kind of, of stupid will. question is that? Yeah, of course, of course it, will. it do harm. Because she's horny. Oh, excuse me. Lonely. Yeah. <laughs> Did I say that? <laughs> should hurt her friend's husband. Should betray her wedding vows. Yep. Um, go get a job. Do something. Keep busy. But, yeah. you know, and don't sunbathe in the backyard to tempt the neighbor. Good grief. That's the kind of neighbor I want, I'll tell you. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> although you'd be accused of leering. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just it's ridiculous. You know, <laughs> your husband was in the military. That's what you married into. I mean, you yeah. know, deal with it. Exactly. Be an adult. I mean, unfortunately, this is what it is. And, and the military, you know, they say absence makes the heart grow fonder. It's not exactly true all the time. I mean, it's it's really tough. I really have. Of course, it's, it's I mean tough. it's the same. It's the same way on uh, long haul truckers. I mean, you know, not not in the same comparison, but yeah, yeah. there are ways for long periods of time. Uh, you know, so I, I understand it. It's a it's a tough life, but that's something you should have thought about married, before you got married. <laughs> when you get married, you make a choice. You know the circumstances for the most part. You can't say, "Oh, this isn't fun anymore." Yep. You know, or I'm lonely. I still love my husband as a contradiction to everything else that was in that note, right. or an outright lie. Yeah, because you don't wow. you don't That's think about mean. these things. Right. If you right? loved your husband, that wouldn't even be in your head. You don't have these thoughts. Okay. I mean, not. Let me let me dial that back. You might have the thoughts. You don't act on them. You don't express them. Okay. Right. I mean, if you're attracted to your neighbor, you're attracted to your neighbor. Yeah. I mean. Okay. But that's <laughs> a very dangerous game she's playing. By. Uh, Are okay. you going to disagree? No, I'm just saying okay. Okay, You're okay. I'm okaying. <laughs> okay. I like this. One. I get it. You got one. I like this one. Yeah. Hey guys, why is it a woman can never have a simple can never answer a simple <laughs> question without going into a big narrative? I find this so common in women I've dealt with. Well, that reminds me of the uh, book "Men Are from Mars." Boy, woman she just jumped Venus. on that, didn't she? Yeah. 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 Men Are from Mars, women are from Venus. It's just different perspectives and. Whenever I start to say something, my husband usually jumps in and doesn't even let me finish, which frustrates the heck out of me. Oh, that's a shame. So it's just a man-woman thing, you know? Yeah, it is. So what's that the question, by the way? <laughs> it really is, though. I have no idea what the question is. <laughs> you uh, just see, and I have, how many times have I given the speech? It's like, when I'm asking a question, there's information I need. Yeah. And all I need is the information. It's like, what's the dinner plan? And then you just get into you know the whole schedule. What do you want for dinner? Her whole schedule for today and a whole schedule for the rest of the week. And oh, by the way, starting asking me questions. What's your schedule for tomorrow? Uh, so I just want to know what we're doing for dinner. That's all I need to know right now. Yeah, it's like, uh, did you pick up the uh, the bread on the way home? Well, you know, I went to the library and then I got these books and then I, you know, oh, by the way, I saw uh, Louise there. You know, yeah, exactly. She, she's like, <laughs> exactly. Did you get the freaking? Book? And if I ask him a question, which he hates. It's because his mother was very nosy. It's one word. If I ask him a question, I don't get a straight answer, or he says, We talked about that already, or whatever. Uh, is that what you do? Yes. I have no clue. Yes, okay. It, yes, it is. Like Definitely. I, because I have this thing where it's like I'm asking the questions because I need specific knowledge. Right. I, that's what I, that's how I try to answer. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, right. what's, what's for dinner tonight? Uh, chicken. <laughs> that works. Go say you went on shot and had to pluck the feathers off. Yeah, <laughs> everything exactly. So I go, but and I understand women need a little more. I mean, it, it sounds it probably sounds curt at times, but 
you're asking me a question. You need specific information. Here it is. Right. Yeah. I took communication courses when I was working and it's not just enough to talk to somebody. They have to understand what you're saying, which you may think you've explained it correctly, yep. but if I ask him a question, he gets annoyed with me. I said, communication is a two-way street. And if he's in a different room and starts talking to me, I'm hard of hearing anyway. So, um, you know, that raises the first. That raises the frustration level. You're touching. You're touching this. That so it goes on in my relationship so much because we're both a little hard of hearing. Yeah. And it's like she's talking to me from a different floor, and it's like, are you talking to me? I mean, yeah. <laughs> What makes you think? And by the way, I'm probably doing dishes and the water's running and she's upstairs talking to me. It's like, I can't, we can't carry on this. We can't carry on a conversation when we're looking at each other. Right. And it's very, very frustrating. When you don't hear very well, it is very, yeah. very frustrating. Uh, yep. It makes me feel like I'm 100 years old. So we went on from getting a terse answer to some narrative about couldn't not hearing. I would just, well, see, this is different. Though. This isn't a relationship. This is a program so where we need on. to talk this and talk on. about things. Yeah, 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 yeah. So again, how do we jump from a short answers to this long narrative? Because men and women are different genders and we just have, I think, uh, different outlooks on things. And and radio and podcast hosts are different. You have to give elaborate answers. Otherwise, you're doing 40 questions in this show. Moving right along. Moving right along. <laughs> Thank you, Lou. <laughs> you got one? Me? Oh, it's my turn. You yep. want me to do it? It's your turn. Uh, you know, these sound for me. I don't know if we mock. Did you mock these all off? You are mocking them off, right? Circling them like this so I know what, that they're Well, right. I'm doing a... Uh, circle them. I try yes. to teach you that. Now, every month I tell you to circle them so I know which ones we've Could I which... put a little check mark? I Doesn't don't care. This is for me, not for you. Well, I will gladly circle these two. How is that? Thank you. Is Remember, my... communication is the key. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes plain Pacific instructions. I am getting married next year, and I have a good friend I would like to have in the wedding. But uh, she is gay and often dresses like a man. I, don't, I would like to have her as a bridesmaid, but she wants to be an usher. My <laughs> fiancé is totally against this. What should we do? Really? This is, a, this is a problem? I mean, I don't understand. I do. You do? <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. So you wouldn't want her as an usher? I didn't say a word. I want to hear okay. your answer. It's just, just she cut a, a little slack here. Well, I feel she was asked to be a bridesmaid. She doesn't have the right to um, dictate that, oh, I'll be in your wedding, but I want to be an usher. Either say yes and do what you're supposed to do or decline because, and, and that's it. It's not about you. The wedding day is not about exactly. you. Exactly. Yeah. I am going to agree with you on this because the the bride usually picks the bridesmaids and the best woman. The usher, I mean, the groom usually picks the ushers, usher, right. unless of course he's whipped and then she'll do whatever his wife <laughs> wife to be is. No, no, no. You got to have siblings in there. You got to. There no, are certain no, no, conventions. No, no, those are his choice. No, you don't have to have siblings in there because yeah. you can do whatever you you want. There's a your your picks. Uh, but you're supposed to want to do what your partner wants to do, too. It's supposed to be exactly. a compromise. There. there is a compromise, yeah. but if he is uncomfortable or does not want her to be in his grooms, was was that mean she goes to the bachelor uh, bachelor party too? 
Huh? Good question. Okay. <laughs> it's fair well, enough, but could she stand as a bridesmaid? In what if a... it was the other way? Wait a minute. What if it was the other way around? Her, their boyfriend, uh, their friend was a, a guy who's a uh, transvestite. So she wanted to be a, a bridesmaid. So number one, would you invite her to the, uh, the so, bachelorette party? And number two, what about that? I hate to bring this up because it, it goes into the craziness of all this. But there is a distinction that we're not talking about here. There's a distinction between being a transvestite declared and being a gay woman who wants to be, if she's transsexual and identifies as a man, we got a different discussion, I think. I know you're looking at me. I understand why you're looking at me because it gets into the craziness of all this. I, I But she was expressed as gay, so she still identifies as female, right? Not necessarily. Because gay people, for instance, you might have two guys and a gay, gay people say, my husband. They will say that. Oh, no, I understand. So it, it's they still express a male and female role in their relationship. The same with... Yep, with with lesbians yep. as well. Yep. Can you say lesbians anymore? Or is that like out or two? I don't know. I have no clue. So you could honor your, your husband-to-be and honor his wishes to not be part of the party. Exactly. But she goes in your party and she wants to dress male. Let her dress I don't know. So there you go. You just hit her right on the, the nothing. The nothing? <laughs> right on the nothing. <laughs> what if? Okay. So what if she says, okay, I'll be a bridesmaid. I'm dressing like a man. Now, are you acceptable with that? Can you read me the front of the question? I want to know about this woman's relationship with this gay woman. Can you read the front of the question for me again? I buried it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll find it. Give me a second. If uh, this is a casual friend, then maybe no. I mean, if they're close friends. I am getting married next year. Mm -hmm. I have a good friend. Good friend. I would like to have in the wedding. She would like to have in the wedding. Mm -hmm. She is gay and often dresses like a man. So it says often, doesn't sit all the time. Right. I would like to have her as a bridesmaid, but she wants to be an usher. So she's actually being specifically addressing okay. a certain thing. Yep. All okay. right. I've, I've turned on this. Ooh. I've turned on this. You've come over to the dark side. The husband has the, the, husband has the perfect right to not want her in his party. I agree. And if she wants to be, and this is not about about races or any, anything else, it's, right? It's what you were invited to be, and mm. yeah. right. And She's if she just... wants to be a bridesmaid for this woman, and it's, again, she doesn't identify as a man, she doesn't dress as a man all the time. Then, we don't, we don't know that, but but she said often dresses as often, a woman, so often we... dresses as a man. Yeah, so not I mean, always. Maybe when she goes to the doctor's office, she dresses as a woman. I don't know. <sighs> But, yeah, but it's see that implies to me that she go to a gynecologist. sometimes she dresses as a, a woman. proctologist. Waddled enough. And it would be up to the the gay friend to accept the conditions mm. or decline. Thank you. Exactly. Yeah. So we're all in we're all in agreement. I turned. We you we're all in agreement. To my dark side. <laughs> Listen, I want to have you in the wedding, but I want you as a bridesmaid. That's going to require the dresses and fitting in with the party. I'll understand <laughs> if you don't feel comfortable with that, but perfect. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I'm good with it. You give her the uh, ability to decline if she wants to. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's her decision. She's got to make the choice. Either I want to be part of this wedding party or I don't. I agree. Since that's what I said in the beginning. I just Move had on. a crazy thought. Yeah. yeah, let's hear it. I just had a crazy thought about drafting your wedding party and like making somebody dress as the other side. But yeah. 
<laughs> That's probably been done, you know. Might have been, yeah. Yeah, probably. You know, Frankie does Hollywood. I'd have to know this. I'd have to know this. Um, the wedding plans too. In other words, is it a traditional wedding where the bridesmaids all wear church? gowns and stuff? Are like you that? in church? Are you in church? Yeah. 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 With your traditional family. And, and listen, I'm all for we had a question a couple of months ago about a gay friend. And it's like, God, cut him a little slack. It, in that case, they didn't want to have him in, at the wedding at all because the uh, parents were traditional exactly. Catholic. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Cut some slack on that case. Yes. But in this case, listen, I want you to be part of the bridal party. It's going to involve wearing a dress. Because then you get all the wedding pictures, too, which people spend a decent yeah. amount of money oh, for. Yeah. They don't ever look at it again. But I mean, those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, okay. I think we've done good on that. Okay. I'm going to try this one. Um, Go ahead. Hon. My mother-in-law often watches the kids for my husband and me. When she does, uh -oh. I leave specific. As soon as she says mother-in-law, I know we're in yeah, trouble. Here. Problem. <laughs> I leave specific instructions for her, which she always ignores. This irritates the hell out of me. When I ask her about it, she says, oh, I forgot, or some other lame excuse. If I try to talk to my husband about her, he just says, no harm, no foul. I'm at my wit's end. What should I do? Well, I think there's passive aggression there. Um, yep. The mother-in-law was nice enough to babysit the kids. Unless she's letting them go out and play on the highway, you know. I'll serve them liquor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, you have to have a certain amount of leeway. Yeah. If if you the simple answer is don't let the mother in law watch the kids anymore. Exactly. If you can't accept the terms, right. but the terms have been established. Exactly. You know, That's how I feel about it. She's being unreasonable. She is. But she's not going to change. So it's a power struggle between the two of them. Right. You're telling me how to raise kids? I don't I don't think so. Plus there's a different relationship between grandkids and kids, too, now, by the way. This is this is interesting. Because uh, we had a similar question a while back, yeah. and you guys both went on the other side of the, the thing. And this was about the mother-in-law who used to rearrange, rearrange cabinets. No, <laughs> oh, no. yeah. Don't do and that. And you all went all in that. Yeah. So I, 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 once again, I, I, I'll stick with this, the same thing I did. You get what you pay for. Uh, you know, you're getting yeah. free babysitting, so uh, no, there you go. That's exactly where we were. Yeah. yeah. We're on the same side with you on this one. Yeah, on this one. But yeah, because the other one you were no rearranging <laughs> the house is a different deal. It is. Yeah, it is. Definitely. Yeah. Do you, do you see that new Jew, Jewish comedian that's out there now? He's doing he's doing some of his ads. Um, he he says in the Jewish in the Jewish uh, religion he says a viable uh, embryo is when you graduate as a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, law school. Yeah, that yeah, was law good. School. Yeah, that yeah. was funny. I don't know why that came in. I was going to say, how did that end up? I yeah. have no idea. You know, squirrel, you know. No, right, Lou. no, you understand the terms of the agreement, except that I don't. That's all. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Well, another agreement. And your wow. husband, your husband's not going to help. We're just yourself. rolling on here. It's just like. Yeah, that's putting him in the middle. I, feel, I have. I feel the love in this room, you know. Well, no, he's he's in the middle. Yeah, there's no avoiding that. Oh yeah, but he's <laughs> he's he's washed his hands of the situation. So, your your choice is take the babysitting from your mother-in-law with those conditions or don't. Exactly. Basically, I don't want to deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> you deal with it. Yeah. Well, in this case, I agree with him perfectly. Why should he get in the in the middle of it? 
It is his, his mother. mother is babysitting. I would, I would love before. to hear how the husband would word this note. Too. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, next one. <laughs> I have noticed over the years that women have become extremely aggressive when driving, more so, I think, than men. <laughs> think nothing of flipping you off, screaming at you, tailgating, cutting you off, and so forth. They often have kids in the car. What the hell is happening in this world? Oh, Lou, you want to answer that one in less than uh, <laughs> 20 minutes? <laughs> uh, well, what's going on in this world? No, I can't answer that in less than 20 People minutes. People are just angry and impatient now. Um, if they got kids in the car, they're under some pressure. Yes. Yeah. And I don't know. That's the way we live in Massachusetts, right? With, I, with road rage. I, you're not going to like it, but I think it's absolutely horrible. Uh, what you're doing is is like, uh, you know, child abuse, the yeah. same thing. It, it, were yeah. you teaching that kid to have anger problems just because you have them? So that's, you're a parent. You have certain responsibility as a parent to be a role model. Yep. Very good, Ron. And I so agree. when you're, you have kids in the car, especially if you have kids in the car, chill. Do you agree that women have gotten worse? Yeah. Yeah, you think so? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. What are they driving big trucks now for? Do you ever notice that? Uh, it's, it's like bigger and bigger trucks for women. It's like, ah, I'm a woman. <laughs> Whatever. Well, there's so many Hit things. That, there's so many things that have changed since you know I was young. I think it's overcompensation. The gender roles and everything. Uh, up to like I was 12 or 13, when you went to church, you wore a dress if you were a woman or a you know mm -hmm. a, a girl or whatever. Then in the mid 60s, the um, Second Vatican Council was declared. And then somehow after that, you didn't have to address this anymore. It was very confusing. So things have changed in such a rapid way since I was born that it is confusing. Um, I believe in people treating other people decent, decently, but I'm not a rabid, bra-waving feminist. You know, I think people need to treat other people, yep. male or female, properly being the bra that's what i always say and uh, in days past women didn't have a right to their own property until the married woman's property act was enacted you could get married to a real creep yep. you could spend every cent that you have and you had no recourse to it the same thing with voting women weren't allowed to vote until you know, like the 1920s or something like that. You have um, the right to vote now, so everything's cool. <laughs> nothing is going to be perfect or even, but you can make things easier by just Chilling. trying to compromise Chilling. in some instances Chilling. and, you know, be nice. Chill. Ron's right. There's a point where this is not something you should do in front of your kids. But Oh, yeah, definitely. I spent time educating drivers while my kids were in the car. Did you really? Oh, sure. But not with not with swearing or flipping the bird or anything like that. Mm. And by the way, my daughter grew up the same way. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> She's that way in the road too. No, no you just mutter. You know, you know what is going on here? Or the, you know, there's no need. You know, you've got brake lights on on the highway. What are the brake lights on for? I'm sure that's not the way you say. Oh, there's no need for that. That was excellent. No, it's, it's kind of. It's with a sarcastic <laughs> tone, but yeah. But you made it a learning experience, which was no, no. I was just venting. No, no, no. I was just venting, but no, you shouldn't be swearing or flipping the bird oh, no, or anything like not. that. That's you're definitely right. There's not. a there's a point where you got to be a good role model. I I remember, you know, just to to give you an idea, uh, Jan was going through her cancer, right? She had chemo and radiation and. I was driving home from the hospital one day and I was taking a left-hand turn at this intersection. And uh, 
I started to make a turn and a woman came working down and uh, whipped down this way and banged her right and flip, flipped us off. It's like, you know, you, you know, the big hate in their face and everything else, yep. and, you know, and, you know, here's Jan, you know, going through all this shit and, and she has to yeah. see that because of that, that whatever. It's just, there's too much rage in the world. There's too much. There is. You got to chill. That's just true. Chill. Well, let me make this one last comment. All right. When I was young, my parents would take us to the driving theater. That was a big thing then. Mm -hmm. And I remember. Did make you go in the trunk? <laughs> I've done that. I've put people in the trunk. I have too. <laughs> okay. So I remember when you would leave, there'd be a big mad rush. Yep. So you get to the end of the aisles, one car would go, then, you know, next one. They would take turns. And I think it's because it was a mindset from the war. You know, you all work together yep. as a team. And I remember that explicitly. That still happens yeah. Yeah. to an extent. Yeah, to an extent, to but, an extent. But, but I spend a lot of time, my commute here, for example, has starts with three miles of only one road. There's only one road. And the last mile and a half is only one road. And so many times you get behind somebody who's doing 20 miles an hour. It's like, and I have... Again, educated them on occasion to myself but in my car. No oh, yeah, car. that's fine. That's yeah, that's difference. fine. Yeah, it's like the, the speed limit in town is 25 miles an hour. It's not a high bar. Can we at least do 25? <laughs> yeah. But that's just venting. That's just exactly. Yeah. There's a difference between saying it in your own car and that, and as opposed to showing, you know, overt yeah. aggression and. And I will, I, I don't get too aggressive, but I will encourage them with proximity if I need mm -hmm. to, mm -hmm. if they're going too slow. Well, yesterday I was coming Okay, I, I, I don't want to go on a whole narrative on this thing. We've already killed it. Okay. okay. Let the dog die. Will you? <laughs> All right, you're up next. I am? Yes. Okay. No, I, I enjoy everybody's input, but when we start diverting yes, from the, the subject, it's it's getting, I mean, we, we have tons of questions, so it's not like that. All right, ready? Yes. Okay. Uh, I have been dating this man for several years now, and we are beginning to talk about marriage. He has not yet proposed. Recently, I found out that he sleeps in the nude. I find this <laughs> repulsive. Do you think it's a game changer? <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> Any ideas? <laughs> of all the things that are going to happen in your life, I, mean, I don't know. It's just... Really? Is this a problem? Well, I can see if it is. First of all, she finds it repulsive. So there's a problem to start with. Yeah. Okay. Second of all, perhaps the most intimate time in your life is when you're in bed with your partner, husband, wife, or whatever. It, it's it's really an intimate time. And if this is going to be a, a problem where, you know, she, she finds it repulsive and, and it, she's going to lose on that most important part of our marriage, that intimate time together. Because let's face it, we sleep almost as much as we're awake. And if you're awake, you're usually going to work or something else. So mm -hmm. that's an important time to be together. And uh, if that's a, if it yeah. really irritates you that much, first of all, I would talk to him about it and say, uh, you know, you know, this is really irritating. Maybe you can put boxes on or something. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but whatever. Uh, we, we don't I wonder have, if they've even had that conversation. We, I don't know. And yeah. we don't, oh, they're not married either. Yeah. And we don't know how she sleeps. I, you yeah, know, I'm guessing just, it's not in a nude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe she does. That's why she doesn't want a nude body next to her. I don't know. <laughs> this is unnecessary hard. 
this is all unnecessary. There's going to be so many things in your life mm. you have to deal with. Why are we? Or accept it. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. It's easy to go that way. And I understand we, that's a, a thing of the, the show is that, you know, draw your battles, pick your, but there are certain times that each of us have phobias, that, that things that we won't do or find that yeah. so mm. bad that we won't do. And we have them. I mean, that's that's a problem. Unless it, it's something that can be overcome uh, to like Dr. Kim or something, then that's something that had to be addressed. But we do have these, you know, and uh, some people fear of heights. Some people evidently fear of sleeping in a nude with somebody. So right. I, I don't know. But, but it's they, his right, and she has to either accept it or... This, this is where it gets interesting. Now, if if she's so repulsed by it, okay, so all right, so that's a, a big negative. So he you have to he has to look at this. He says, okay, she's really repulsed to it. If I want this relationship to go a little farther, what would it hurt me to put on a right. pair of pajamas or a, or a pair of boxes or whatever? Uh, so that's something that they really have to work out and talk together to, yeah, to straighten exactly. this, yeah. this is a good little learning thing for the relationship, isn't it? Yeah. I like, think so. It's you don't way. know who you're in a relationship with until you've been in the foxhole with them. <laughs> and this isn't quite Just the foxhole. <laughs> but and this isn't quite the foxhole, but close it, to it. <laughs> it's and it's a good little example of how you guys are gonna work things out because you're gonna have a lot of these things. Exactly. You're have a lot of situations where one person thinks one way and the other thinks the other, and you gotta count you gotta work it out somehow. Well, I would say as long as he takes a shower just before going to bed, he can sleep nude if he wants. No, to. but they, have but, a discussion because he might. Yeah. If they haven't had the discussion, right. he might. Yeah. Be, yeah, yeah, sure. I'll put boxes on her. Yeah. There's exactly. there's an error. Ir I mean, there's a difference between irritations, like you know, things that people do to irritate each other, and something that actually repulses. Repulses is a strong word. Mm -hmm. And yeah, uh, it kind of scares. It kind of scares me about this relationship too. So that is a strong that word. Has to be overcome before they do get married. Right. So the only way to do it is to talk it out. So yeah, you got to talk it out, and then after it's all decided, you have to decide on your own how much of a bearing this will be in, in your marriage. Do you want to proceed with it or not? Maybe it's something you can't overcome. And in that case, I would say it's time to move on. Yeah. I think this is a good way to understand how he's going to react in a situation it's, where you don't agree. Too. Yeah. All right. All right, Jan, you're up. Okay. I'm going to take this one because I know my husband was thinking about me when I, when he wrote this one. I don't know. Uh -oh. My wife is becoming more and more <laughs> physically aggressive to me. It, it, if I irritate her, she will whack or punch me. She doesn't really hurt me. Should I be concerned about this? Just because it's in our life doesn't mean that. <laughs> These questions are submitted. They are not written. Clunk ahead. <laughs> well, Gary, what do you do that irritates me? Oh, I'll whack you. Oh, this backside. person. <laughs> oh. Um, she does do it. That's why I, I, I say that. Yeah. Yep. If it really bothers him, he he needs to sit down and say, "Hey, enough is enough." Um, and if she doesn't get the message, then maybe they need counseling or something. But it, but if you know if he gave her a little slaps or something like that, go back in. Yeah, that would not be acceptable. So if he doesn't like it, then it's not acceptable for her to do it. That makes sense. Yeah, physical, physical stuff is that's a real iffy line. Yeah, and punching, 
I know punch punch sounds aggressive to me. It does. Um, you, you do, but the yeah, question but... doesn't approach it like it's super no, aggressive. It's like it doesn't hurt me. Yeah. So let, let's look at it this way. From my point of view, I irritate the shit out of a lot of women, and they all hit me. People I don't even know. <laughs> Doctor Kim, the first time I met her, she whacked me twice in during the show. So, it, you know, some people no, but. Deserve a little poke once in a while. <laughs> I don't remember that specifically, but I mean, I do. playful, <laughs> playful though, right? I mean, yeah. So you really have to determine what the intent of this physical. So okay, let's look at it this way. May all right, she she does it and uh, she did it, and he doesn't mind it basically because he's not yelling, screaming at her. Then he's enabling her to do it. So I mean, it's just yeah. as much his fault as well. I'm looking at it at both points. This is a, a double-edged sword to me because. If you enable her, that's pretty much it. Okay. You know, if you don't lay down the law, if they say. How's he, how's he enabling it again? He's accepting it? Yeah. He's, yeah. Evidently, he doesn't. Yeah. I mean, he's irritated. What's the question? I, I don't have it. Uh, my wife is becoming more and more physically aggressive to me. If I irritate her, Let's she will. say abusive, aggressive. Go ahead. If I irritate her, she will whack or punch me. She doesn't really hurt me. Should I be concerned about this? Yes, but more the phrase more and more physically aggressive suggests the progression. Yes, it does. Once again, that's I feel it's part because of the enabling. He's, mm. He didn't draw a line in the sand. He didn't do anything. Yeah, create your boundaries. He's yeah. Yes, exactly. It, so he's letting it's it not happen. acceptable. So now it's at a point where it's like, okay, I'm getting tired of this. I don't want it anymore. Well, you know what, kid? You allowed it to happen. It's not like I'm saying, okay, he's the man of the house. This would be the same way around with a woman. If a man was uh, no, poking, no, poking no. her. No, yes, it is. No, it this would... is gender specific. The opposite of this, if you, op if you uh, flip the genders, it's unacceptable behavior. Absolutely not. No? No. No, you don't. Physically. If it's done playfully. We don't know the reason. A punch isn't playful. Maybe something like. Oh, what? This? That's that's not. More no, that's a closed fist. It's more still... and more physically aggressive. Yeah. That's not playful. More and more physical aggression. Physical aggression. So when you pinch my inner thigh, that's not physically aggressive. No, that's just trying to get your attention. <laughs> See? They rationalize. <laughs> You're Polish. <laughs> now, now here the phones explode. <laughs> no, you do. Um, you do set ground rules for a relationship. Well, that's the problem. If there you, was none. Yeah. Yeah. If you've set the ground rules that that's acceptable, then you have to talk about it before you change the ground rules. But you you gotta. Yeah. And it may not happen right away because it, old habits die hard, as the saying goes. So uh, that's something that will be have to be addressed. Addressed. Addressed together. <laughs> <laughs> my husband and i have been married for 33 years now god bless you uh while we were dating we often had sex in the car or other semi-public <laughs> places <laughs> that i was excited to me however since we get married it's always in the bed i miss our youthful es escapades and would like to bring the excitement back into our sex life how should i approach this grow up <laughs> yeah wow yeah spoken like a true woman <laughs> No, this is a woman who's looking for more escapades. Exactly. Yeah. Well, she's going to talk to her husband about it, but so, I don't understand it. So from my experience, and this is probably before I met you, uh, <laughs> <laughs> as you get older, it's not so easy in the car anymore. So, 
yeah, it's funny. I had the same thought in my head while I was reading yeah, that question. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> 33 years they've been married, so they're at least, they're in their 50s. Yeah. At least. It's, it's not so, uh, yeah. It might be funny. <laughs> See what's going on. Uh, to try it, it'd probably be funny as far as like, oh, what is that? Oh, ooh, ah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah. anyway. Um, you, I didn't want to hear your thing. I didn't want to jump on that. If the dynamic between a woman and a man, generally speaking, and obviously there are exceptions, if she wants escapades, start an escapade. Guy will usually go along. Okay. Then you get it out of your system because you're right. What she's going to find out is that sex in the car in her 50s is a little different from sex in the yeah, car in yeah, her 20s. That's for sure. Uh, yeah. Or teens. But uh, so if you want that stuff, just initiate it. The the other thing is is you know if if he's you know maybe he's, he's turned into an old fuddy dud it happens sure okay you know and stuck with his routines so maybe maybe move it and move into another room one time just for shits and giggles yeah yeah spice it up a little bit spice it up a little try a little things I mean uh, you know I don't know I don't if if she has a private yard what the hell do it outside if you. Don't have names pure and natural. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe a little at a time. That's try thing. I mean, I understand. You know, when you're married to someone for a long time, it, it gets, um, you know, routine. Sure. At times, so you, you need a little spice once in a while, and you know, whatever's between you and your husband's between you and your husband. So whatever. If if, but the question is, it takes two to tangle. So that's something you've got to win him over with. Maybe entice them in another way, uh, you know. Uh, I don't know what they do, but uh, whatever, entice them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, dress up cool and and you know, do some rose petals into another room or something. I don't know, some silly thing. Yeah, then I wonder because there's no mention here whether there's ever been a discussion about this. I mean, and we never get you never see that anywhere, pretty much any other than like the one it, with the, the, the babysitter. Is this just happening in her head, and he doesn't even know because he might he might be thinking she doesn't, you know. It, it just initiate it and see what happens. Go from there. Open the discussion. Good point. I like that little. Yeah. Yeah. Because like I said, a guy usually go along or at least try. If it involves sex, <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? Is it my turn? Yes. Really? Okay. I have a sticky question for you. I am getting married next year and my fiance bought me a big engagement room. The problem is I hate it. Ooh. I would love something simpler. Help. What should I do? Well, I would say, honey, this is a beautiful ring, but it's really not my style. I would like something a little smaller and simpler. And I don't want to hurt your feelings because I know you paid good money for this, but could we go back to the jeweler and see if I could get a less expensive and smaller ring? Yeah, I don't understand why this is a problem. Mm. I think most guys would be Happy. perfectly fine with this. <laughs> I mean, first of all, it's in this day and age, do guys really buy rings for women without consulting them or without shopping with them or without? This guy did it, really. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a good idea to me. Maybe he's old school. Yeah, that would we be don't really, know how old they are. They that would be, be really old school. Yeah, we don't know how old they are. They could be in their 50s or even older. Yeah. We really, we really don't, you know. It's not like it's an heirloom because he would have told her right away. Well, yeah, that's a different story. Right. And right. even then, though, if the woman says, not my style, he might be, he'd probably be willing to go along. I don't think a guy's going to hold her to the ring he bought. 
I mean, you, you want to get the ring she wants, don't you? I would think so, especially if the new one is going to be less expensive. Yes, if the woman goes to him and said, "I want to," you know, Maybe I money want. Money is no problem for him. Maybe money is no problem for him. Then it wouldn't be a problem to get her the ring that she wants either. Well, there is. Okay. Um, if he went out and got this ring out of love, and he really adored it and wanted to have it. Uh, he did it for the good intentions and of himself. And uh, if she rejects it, is she rejecting him? It's maybe he could look at it that way. Yeah. So, no. well, I don't Silly. know. I, I mean, I when I first got married, uh, I used to buy Jan jewelry, and she hated it. We ended up taking it back a lot. So I <laughs> made a rule: I'd never buy jewelry for her. Isn't that true? Yeah. 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 So I mean, I can understand that, but it hurt that when uh, uh, I bought her that first piece of jewelry. It, especially it was in the beginning when we were married, and and it got rejected. Uh, it 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 is a rejection. It does. It was bought because. You love that person, and uh, you you were a love was rejected. So I, I totally understand how that could be a sticky situation. But well, I, for example, would have no ego about selecting a ring, or selecting jewelry. I, I don't know anything about it. I don't know what you like. Well, so maybe he doesn't know. And he went to jewel and said, "Hey, get this. It's like sixteen carats." Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But I, it's. It's a rejection of the piece of jewelry. It's not a rejection of the person. Right. Thank you. It's still a rejection of the intent of the love that went into it. Is I it? wanted you to get this big ring because this this shows you how much I love you. So the rejection of that. It is it is a rejection. I don't you may not agree, but I, I do. A good measure of how much he loves her would be his desire for her to have the ring that she wants. Yeah. Thank you. Remember, they're not married, they're getting married. Oh, I know, but if if we're talking about this in terms of a symbol of how much he loves her, he would love her enough to have the so ring that she wants thinking, to have. Okay, if I ever buy anything, I'm not sure if she'll ever like it, or uh, I don't know if you know if I get a house, will it thing, or if I get a new car, okay. will it? Yeah, well, here's the thing: builds and builds and builds. Here's the thing: I'd like to buy you some jewelry. Let's go shopping, and get her input. Right? Why does it have then. to be? They weren't married. Doesn't so matter. a lot of engaged couples Nowadays, shop for the shop ring. Yeah. yeah. You know, was the old guy one on one? Would you game? buy a wait house? A minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. How many times have you seen it on, on the baseball games and football games? I mean, the guy goes on one knees and brings out the ring and slaps it to his wife, the bees. I love you, honey. Will you marry? Me? Yes, but he hasn't brought the ring. He has brought the no, ring. No, because oh yeah. First of all, there's no guy who knows his girl's ring size. It just doesn't happen. Really? Secondly, they go shopping for the ring. You're it's not part genius of the deal enough now. to figure out a ring size, and you can you can always enlarge or smaller uh, rings. So yes, but to get down on the baseball field and propose in public like that is just a grandstand affair. He's grandstanding. Well, grandstanding is love, like buying a big ring. He's Literally grandstanding. Grandstand. Yeah, but he's he's embarrassing her too. What if she... Yeah. So is it a big ring? Embarrassing her. But the ring, a lot of times in those situations, I'm guessing, I don't know, we're generalizing, but yeah, a lot of are. times the ring in that situation is that this is what I can afford, mm. right? So the options are limited. And maybe you don't want to go shopping with the girl because... She, she wants the ten thousand dollar ring as opposed to the three thousand dollar ring, which could happen. There's another problem right there, but whatever. But this is the reverse. This is the ring is too large. Yeah, 
you know, makes sense. a woman shouldn't pressure a guy into buying a ring more than he can afford. Exactly. Right. But this is the other way around. So did we get through all our questions? No, there's a couple more here. Unfortunately, we're out of time. Okay. Uh, is that correct, Lou? Yeah. Yeah. So we have to wrap it up. We will have uh, more questions next week. Uh, send them in. Continue to send them in. Uh, we also address the ones. If we haven't addressed yours yet, we will. And now for the last word. This oh. is a new feature. Don't forget the last word. Yep. The last word. In my opinion, there are only, humble opinion, by the way, there are only two times in life when I never was able to understand a woman. And that's before I got married and after I got married. <laughs> and that's the last word.